0: Let <laughs> you tell you. It's Same way sure like y'all. y'all niggas know me, I know y'all. I sure know. Everybody got a cup. Yup.
1: Kapawi, we hear are us? live
2: in action. We sound different, don't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I sound I like the levels already. is up. <laughs> okay, Mark, we can hear you. Okay, we are
1: leveled up. Welcome. To
0: all you listeners out there, wait. uh Yeah, it's that time. Hey, uh, you know we gotta have that oh, good.
2: But it's going to keep the same project. It's going to be all, all on one recording because we didn't select new project Yeah, that's what but I'm I saying. I overdubbed like, was in, so it's starting from, it, so I went from Five. zero, okay, yep.
1: so we're going straight scrape through from the yeah. beginning. Yes, sir, what's goody? So, what, what episode would this be? Episode three? three. Is would it be episode released? Episode one. Anyway? Oh, three. It's episode one. <laughs> this is officially brand new podcast. One with a good, nice quality, crisp, clean, <laughs> fresh out of the baked oven apple pie sitting on the window.
2: Yeah, yeah we here now. Got a so, lot of stuff figured uh, out. And I'm and i uh, Martin Lawrence about to go eat that shit. <laughs>
1: blue bro explain explain to the audience how we just leveled up though you got to explain to them how we leveled up
2: man i mean we went and made a nice little purchase at best buy shout out best buy but not too much because you ain't sponsoring us but um <laughs> tell y'all where not to go is amazon <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes two bill soundboards later we on
1: man this soundboard is clutch what do you think about it Dre
0: Um, I I like the quality of it really because I was really big on the audio quality you know how we started kind of seemed like we took some steps back but uh we're here now so thank you for being
2: patient (laughs) but there ain't no more delays not one not one delay out there so as we jump into this
1: yes this is the intro so welcome back to the kickback champs this is your boy mc native yes the indigenous melanated brother out here
2: you got your boy d lou no other explanation necessary and uh your boy
0: Tay, you know the uh really we're uh we're a third <laughs> wait we're not even a third <laughs> we're threes we're a trio yeah, yeah yeah the trio of melanated brothers but you know um D'Lu just don't want to say that, which is fine, because he don't want to be melanated. Sometimes, and you know, people have their own agenda. Uh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> it ain't gonna go there. I'm just saying, yeah, hold man. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on, man, be proud of that, man. We melanated. I am. I just I'm don't extra feel
2: like melanated. Repeating it after he said it.
1: <laughs> All right, I feel it. So, uh what we jumping into today, guys? What's on the conversation? What's on the brain? What's on the cellular? What's what's going through the hemispheres from the left to the right? What's bouncing between those eyeballs?
2: First off, Merry Christmas. Happy oh. New Year's there, everybody. Yep, yep, yep. Really hope y'all really take this time to enjoy with your friends, your
0: family, loved ones, while also keeping your social distancing. Your
1: Yeah. Any favorite movies? Any okay, so since we're starting on that, any favorite like movies? Uh, seasonal? Holiday or you know movies that you want to watch during this time.
0: Come on. it gotta be gotta be bad Santa gotta be on Oh uh, shoot. Mine is home alone, too Those are two very good ones and those are two very different movies. <laughs> they are but let me The top movie for me is a uh, Friday after next but uh, after that is bad Santa for sure
1: Friday. Okay, so Drake coming in with the place said Pow, pop pop, I We drop a couple of Come them on man here. That's
0: a holiday movie whether people want to say it or not
1: it. Yes, I agree with that. It is a holiday movie you got this Christmas, I know some of some of y'all single ladies out there are like, Oh, this Christmas, <laughs> I'm going to find my Chris Brown, yeah. Um, I would say my favorite is the, 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 the Grinch.
2: You trying to get some extra fans, huh? I don't think the ladies are looking for Chris Brown like that. They ain't trying to get beat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Coming at your head, boy. <laughs>
0: But yeah, you know you know a movie what I really never got into that uh we actually just put it on at my job the other day for the clients? Was uh, elf. And them niggas was not fucking with it at all. <laughs> no. And they was should... doing everything else. Not fucking with it.
1: They probably ain't fuck with nothing. They're like, I'm tired of T V screens.
2: No, nah, elf I feel like <clears throat> any movie like that is specific to that type of genre, <laughs> like, not everybody likes. Will Ferrell. Well, I um, agree. Yeah, that's true. Not the biggest fan of Will Ferrell.
0: I I am. Are you? Am I the only one out of us three? Indeed.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, 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 well. I guess what do we mean by a fan? Well, what I look at is that, you know, some people watching are like, "Oh, well, Will Ferrell's in it, so I'm gonna watch it."
1: Yeah. I like that. That's way. you. Yeah.
2: Okay, I'm not. That guy definitely guy. not <laughs> yeah, that yeah, I'm definitely
1: cool not. looking for a Will Ferrell movie. I <laughs> I don't know what it is about him. Like he's just. This awkward-ass old fucking white dude that just... I don't know. it just does some funny-ass weird shit that just sticks. Like, Step Brothers is a good one. Other Guys is a good one. Uh, what was we? What was the one we just... Elf is a good one. So, yeah. I mean, like, if I see... If a preview comes up in the movie theaters... Shout-out to, you know, movie theaters out there. I hope y'all make it. AMC, uh, Tinseltown, all them other ones. IMAX. Uh, when we're in those previews... And uh, Will Ferrell comes through on the on the you know preview or you know the name is mentioned, I'm, it's gonna perk my ear and I'm gonna want to see what it's about. So I guess in that sense, that's how much of a fan I am. Is if I hear his name, okay, I enjoy his work. Let me see what it's about.
0: Like top top actor, were like one of your favorite top actors? where like, you are know, like any movies and I'm there? Like he you piques your interest like that?
1: No 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 no. I would
0: I wouldn't say top <laughs> actor per se. I would just say
1: he's he fits a very specific box. He's a he's one of the top white goofy. I don't know, just one of them like forty-year-old-looking actors that make some funny-ass shit.
2: What me. kind of comedy would you consider that? Uh, well, what are the different styles of comedy, Delou? I mean, I don't. That's a good <laughs> question. That's kind of more of what I was asking because. To me, it's like dry, dry comedy.
1: Dry comedy is like that British comedy. Like I think of that, like <laughs> kind of like Monty Python
2: or some shit. Yeah, I don't look all that the shit they put on Netflix. I don't look yet. at that as comedy at all. So maybe that's why I consider the the Will Ferrell comedy for is kind of dry. For me, I
0: look at Will Ferrell as the actor from. Um 40-Year-Old Virgin. What's, what's the that's name? That's
1: why I mentioned 40-Year-Old. Yep. So keep It's going. like,
0: uh, you know, people people like that movie because of him specifically and how he played that. But people will watch other movies specifically because of... What's his name? What's his name? Steve Carell? Steve, Curl. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. I don't know anybody's names, really. So I think it's Steve Carell that he was in. He was the main actor of 40-Year-Old Virgin and, and he was in you know, all these other movies that people like to watch because of how well he did in that. And I feel like that's what happened with Will Ferrell, which... Granted, Step Brothers was probably, wasn't the earliest movies he put out. But a lot of people liked them from Step Brothers where, you know, maybe people went back and watched those stuff. And people watched the newer things and people just continued to like them. I tried to watch the movie with him and Kevin Hart and it was still like a, eh, it
2: was okay. What what was that movie? Get, get oh, Hard. I, I, get an, it, I yeah. enjoyed Get Hard just because I felt like he stepped out of his character a little bit and tried to... It was a different role, but I don't think he stepped out of character. Well, No, I, yeah. I, that's exactly what I meant. Sorry. Okay. He didn't step out of character, but it was a completely different role. And I like when actors try like something different. So it was like, okay, the best analogy I could give is
1: it's like the same person, just in a different environment is what it was to me.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I feel that way about Will Smith, so that makes sense just Will Smith can play all these different roles where he was in Independence Day, right? And he's this pilot, and he had the little jokes in there, but that was a little more of a serious movie, but they let him still get his jokes off and stuff. Yep. Whereas, you know, Bad Boy started off as a serious movie because they tried to make it a blockbuster back then with two leading actors that were black, and then it turned into, you know, it's Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, so now they're just joking all the time, and it doesn't seem as serious, but it's still because I respect Will Smith so much. And this crap that he brings to being an actor, which I can see what people feel that way about Will Ferrell. It's a different role, same person, but just give me a little something different that shows me that it's either okay, it's a serious role or it's not a serious role. Because yeah. I don't know if Will Ferrell could play ever a serious role that I would take him seriously. Which is and I feel the same way about Kevin Hart. But. Okay,
1: boom. That's a great statement. Cause that's that is a good point. If we're measuring as an actor. Um, Will Smith can give us some things that would make us laugh. He can also make us you know, have some heart wrench moments. Yeah. Um, everything. So he's very dynamic. And like you're saying, is Wolf, Will Will our Will Ferrell is more just one dimensional. You know, he just kind of fits this one common
0: or one character, right? Where he yeah, different roles, yeah. but he's still going to be this silly, goofy character that's going to yep. feel like he fake cries a lot. And he yep. yells a lot in a lot of his movies. And- <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a serious role, which maybe I don't want to see a serious role from Will Ferrell. But that's true. That's true.
1: That's a very good point. So yeah, in that in that essence, he wouldn't he wouldn't even make the top. I don't know, maybe twenty at that point. But again, I don't know too many actors and actresses names out there. But um, yeah, I know
0: hella. <laughs> what know <laughs> a lot of actors out there, actresses that are just they're great at playing like a lot of roles and. You know, when I when I hear their name in a movie, I would watch it, but not based off just because it's a comedy, you know, so, you know, to your point, Marcus, when you say, like, oh, anytime, like, Will Ferrell is one of those actors, anytime I hear him or I see he's in a movie, like, I want to watch it because I know how he is as a character. I just want to see a little bit of uh, variety in his uh, in his work, I guess, which is why I don't really get to him because all of the movies that I know that people love him, he's just silly as hell in him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and that goes back to, like, maybe what you're looking for. Like, I know for me, sometimes it's, uh, if I'm looking for something to watch on Netflix or whatever, I'm like, you know what? I'm looking for something funny. What are some common names that come to my head? Kevin Hart. Um, Will Will Ferrell. Uh, Eddie Murphy, even. Eddie Murphy had some freaking
2: bangers. Man, that's the legend. Eddie Murphy had some bangers.
1: Coming to America?
2: Shoot, we can go, that's, go off.
0: That's we early, go Eddie, go but off. I feel like... We can go off. No, 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 no. Resfusion? Listen, 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 no. listen, though. No. Listen. Listen. <laughs> I feel like that's when Eddie started falling off because it was these same roles of him playing... Well, Eddie's different, right? Because he's playing all these different characters, but still, within Eddie's, Eddie's work, he's still playing almost like the same, same character, just a different role, but nothing changes for him in Get Series and stuff. And maybe that's the thing with comedic actors. You know, maybe that's what I'm not picking up, which is, you know, people are looking for these same people to be the character in these different roles, but I didn't think that Norma was as good as Nutty Professor, but still, I don't think anything was better as the first Nutty Professor, because then after we've seen that, right, it's the same, okay, he's gonna play these different characters and have these what witty about? punch lines, but...
1: Yeah.
2: Man. What about Beverly Hills, cop? Oh.
1: That's another one.
2: Yeah, first forty-eight.
1: So again, I think back to Dre's point is like you're going back into his earlier points where he was on his prime. As we get into the Nettie professors, the uh, uh, Norbit, it's that same gimmick. It's, it's, the,
0: same, it's the Will Ferrell
2: thing. Like but at the same I like same, Eddie better, and yeah, but, I'm, but at the same time, he's more
1: talented. He's more talented because he's able to I do agree more with
2: you guys. But I feel like all of those movies for uh, Eddie Murphy were past his prime is where he's kind of just content with all the work that he did in the past where now he can just do his own thing. I don't think Will Ferrell ever got to that point. Like Eddie Murphy yeah. put a lot of well, He ain't been around as long either, so. That's
0: why. No. Yeah, and Eddie I and, and Eddie started can. with stand up too, but I think I don't know if Will Ferrell started with stand up, but I know Eddie Murphy started with stand up and that's where he was the funniest, right? Is you telling these raw jokes and then you start getting into these different characters.
2: Mm-hmm. Delirious and raw still to this day. To this, still, to this two, day. two of the <laughs> best stand up comedy shows of all time.
1: Yo, Cat Williams will be up there for me. Like, to pimp. Or, to pimp. I almost said to pimp a butterfly. Uh, pimp Chronicles.
0: We're talking about stand up. Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: Stand up. Okay. I would say he like Just stand up alone. Yeah, if we're just going into just the stand up genre. The. The elegance, or the the ability to be able to give some funny ass fucking jokes, and perform on stage to where you're sweating your ass off, but also delivering subtle messages to the general public that people need to hear. Cat Williams is is spot on at doing that. Like he gets you to like kind of open up your eyes a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, honestly, I wasn't the biggest fan of Cat when he first came out. And I don't know. I think it's because he's so charismatic on stage with everything that he's doing and how he tells his jokes, that I really didn't get into it till a little bit later. And I would, pro- yeah, I would probably still watch a watch a Cat Williams stand up if it ever came out. Cat's one of those ones he's on the border though, because I'm like, do I really like him or do I not like him? Do I like him because a lot of people like him, or do I like him because he really makes me laugh? And that's kind of what I get with Cat because it's like a I don't know, everybody tells me he's so funny, so let me go watch a stand-up, and I'm yeah. going to watch it, and I'm trying to force myself to laugh,
2: but it's not natural. Okay, I see. That's what I feel like it is with Kevin Hart now. Now, yeah. Now. Again,
1: back to Eddie Murphy, past his prime.
0: I think he's kind of reaching that point. like Yeah, true. I like Kevin Hart's stand-up, yo. I don't know, maybe because I watched it with my girl, but let me tell you,
2: I was fucking weak. Yeah, I, was like I wasn't weak. weak, but he had a couple of funny parts but yeah. the, the first no, was weak quarter of it, him. I was like, alright, get off this running shit
1: Right, I'm like, okay, let's get to it, let's get to it, let's get to it um, but- I would say I laughed way more at the be- uh, beginning of Kevin Hart's career versus where he's at now Why do you think that is? I mean, the, the, the short statement that comes to my head is just, I don't know, maybe I just thought he was funnier back then. And now, like, now that I see him more and more here and there, I'm like, okay, you got to come with some really good, good stuff, you know? like So, it's just kind of like that, that double-edged sword that they live on as entertainment, you know? you're If you're going to continue to come with some, you know, entertain us, like, how are you going to do better than the next time? Like fireworks, you know, 4th of July... Oh, that was great. I bet next year better be better. You know, all of us are thinking that.
2: I kind of feel like with him, it was just more because he told all of his family stories very early in his career. That too. And now it's like him and his kids and him being a husband. And it's not like really like super funny moments, but he just feels like he has to incorporate that in a way to keep doing what he's been doing when before he had hilarious family moments from his past that you couldn't ignore it was hilarious as fuck like his dad coming into the uh the what's it called and with no draws on like like those kind of moments were just you can't top that well I think well
0: with that I think that is the the style of his comedy though that's the style of his stand-up that he does is that he talks about his life in general so whether that's his family or his well the majority of his family right if it's him talking about his dad and now it's him talking about his kids and his wife because that's who he's around and that's what his inspiration is you know like his style was talking about his family to be funny so I don't think he's got away from that because he's still talking about his family in a funny way You know, he's talking about him being in a relationship now where, you know, he never talked about that. Well, he's talked about that before because he's been with his wife for however many years. But it's still that family side that he is doing in his comedy style. And yeah, I think it's maybe now that jokes may not be for you because now you're not in his relationship. So Mm -hmm. maybe you don't relate to that joke the same way. But it's still family, which he was talking about back in the day when he was his stand up was so good. And he was talking about the whole thing with all his friends and. The uncle in the car, right? That couldn't couldn't turn the lights on. Like, it's always <laughs> about him in relation to his life that's going on, and he doesn't necessarily have that same standup as other people like Eddie and Chris Rock and all of them have. Like Dave Chappelle. Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle too. Dave, and he's so he's so different and witty. Like, he has a whole different comedic style when he presents on stage than when Kevin Hart does. And I can't compare Kevin Hart to Dave Chappelle because it's not fair. But if I'm talking exactly. about stand-ups that I yeah. like. Kevin Hart, I like because I can relate to maybe some of the stuff that he can that other people can't, and I think that's why people starting to not like him.
1: And just just for the audience that is listening, we are playing no like this is no disrespect to, I mean the Richard Pryors, no at the, all.
2: I mean shoot, you can go down the, the legends, whole list. Bernie Mac, man. Yeah, how do you disrespect God. to the people that we're talking about? Like they have their craft, they're getting money. Like we're not gonna hate on nobody. It's just. uh, preference. Yeah, so like if we want
1: if we wanted to spend a whole podcast on uh, um, comedians, then for sure, man. But again, you know, we're just talking about like um, uh, comedians current day, you know, of course that are live that we, we could go out and see a show right now. Um, but again, you know, we could spend a whole time just talking about all those different uh, comedians from different Again, legends to classics to different generations. But, um, you know, with that being said, I don't know. I mean, is there anything else we want to, you know, hop into uh, other that's been itching at the brain from here?
0: The stimulus package. Y'all, we'll get to the real shit. I mean, we can wait. It's fine. We can wait. Can
2: we get it first?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's not act like we're not going to get it because we've seen what happened the first time. We don't get it. I'm saying we don't know what amount we getting yet. I feel like we know. And we don't want to accept it. I feel like we know.
1: Because it's not that much.
0: It's not. And I mean, luckily, if you have kids, uh, they give you an extra 600 for a dependent child. So, So dang, I need to have some kids just to get some more money? <laughs> Shit. Why do you act like this is something new? Like, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> we think, well, Social Security. What all they, yeah, what do, not Wick. even Social Security, but what do you think Wicked and all this <laughs> stuff is for? Like... The Which, government is willing to give you more money if you have kids. That's yeah. even with taxes. Like,
1: <laughs> shout out to Black Panthers because
0: this is a new Wick is all
1: based off of Black Panthers. The Black Panthers set up a whole community based where made they made sure kids got a meal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They had groceries all set up and you know rec centers, all that stuff. And the government came through and adopted that whole idea and scaled it up to a whole national level. So you're welcome yet again
0: yeah you're right you know we came from nothing so of course we we started a lot of things that go on in this country but mm-hmm. that's really a conversation for a different day but right with that stimulus yes they're giving people more money with if you have kids and they did that with the last package i was just talking shit because i don't i'm just kids. i'm just saying <laughs> this the stimulus might not be that bad if you have it, it's still right how much are we really getting right how much money are we're putting in back into taxes and stuff like that that we're getting back on the stimulus so Compared to that, yes, it's really small. But if you utilize it the right way,
2: and if you have kids, that six hundred gonna turn it into twelve. But at the same time, it's not really a small dividend because if you have more kids, you get more on taxes. So that six hundred just adding on to the extra money you gonna get from taxes. It's not that much when you look at like the expenses of of kids, though. Well, six hundred for sure. An extra six
1: hundred bucks
2: <laughs> for sure is not. Well, six hundred just to give us is not a lot, but yeah, right. that's one month. That's one month's rent. rent. No, <laughs> that's, that's not, not even here one here month's here rent. Yeah, not here, not in this city. Where are yeah, you? Where you? That's a third of my rent. You stop playing. I'll
1: put it to you this way, and this is what my you know uncles, my aunts, and you know relatives would tell me is basically, it's money that I didn't expect coming in, so it's a plus for me. No matter if it was five bucks, twenty five bucks, fifty, a Honda. on.
2: And we're, we're from a different perspective because we all have working jobs. Yes, we're still we still have income coming in every two weeks. True. So it's a oh, for sure. it's a lot different for us. But at the same time, people that don't work they already are getting money from like unemployment. Yeah. And that's I think that's the that's bumping up an extra three hundred. I think that's the fact. I think that's the major point of
0: the six hundred dollars stimulus. Is how many Americans are collecting unemployment right now and how the unemployment rates are. Oh, good point. That they can't give out as much as they did before because of how much they're paying for unemployment right now.
1: Great thing to factor in. I didn't think about that. Definitely a great thing. Yeah. Damn, Dre. See, man. Shoot. That that made me shift my whole like, oh, okay. Well, then, of course, that does make sense because you're right. Um, You got to factor in, you know, those that are already on -hmm. on unemployment and then now they have to adjust their numbers to how many additional people are now on unemployment because of of course, at the end of the day, they can make projections, but you know, I don't know. The universe is going to be what it is. Nature is going to be what it is. And it's, you can't, you can't measure that. So I bet it was out the water of whatever. Yeah. And if you can imagine
0: our first stimulus check, we got the unemployment rate was in. What is that now? Nowhere near. So, So nowhere near. Yeah.
1: It, I mean, it was right at the beginning of it all kicking off. So. so if
0: you can imagine, which I don't really know the numbers right now, but just I know our employment rate is up crazy. And a lot of people are collecting unemployment. And I think that has to do with the stimulus package as far as how much they're giving back.
1: So what would your what would your solution be behind all this? So like uh, I am and not, I-, I am not a. <laughs> Politician,
2: <laughs> no, no, okay. So, this is no politician I don't, question. To I don't a politician know. To try to know I'm what just, the
0: solution is,
1: no, okay. No, this let me take a step <laughs> back here and ask it. Uh, let me let the, you finish. Way. I'm sorry. So, in this question, I want to pose to the audience. So, um, if y'all want to respond to us, go to anchor.com uh, again. We're kickback champs. Um, you can leave a voicemail there, you can leave a little quick message there. Um, and just let us know what you think on it. But again, you know, as I ask this question to you two, Mike in the back, um, and uh, you know, again, to the, the whole audience is, you know, how do you address this? Because again, everything trickles down to the ground level, you know, and it hits us and we have to address it on a realistic perspective. The CEOs and the superintendents and the people in the back offices can make all these great plans all they want all day. But at the end of the day, we have to live through the reality of those things. So with us as those citizens, what would we do in response to that? And this can be layered in that in that uh, answer. You know, those of us that would be, you know, in a situation of, you know what? I am collecting unemployment, and I'm also doing X, Y, Z to prepare for this. Or, you know, I'm not on, on unemployment, but I'm going to do this, this, and this. You know, just whatever works in your perspective as you approach this. Because I think all of us in this water, in this big-ass pool, we're all experiencing that exact same thing, and we all do need an answer. We don't, and I, I'm glad you both brought that up. Is we don't need a politician answer. We don't need a political answer behind this. We just need to he, hear a fucking grassroots, ground level, realistic answer on how I don't know you would address
0: this on on life. So I got a, I got two, brief answers, or. Two brief answers to the question but it's not really you know going into too much detail but I think one would be if it's from the ground level with us I think that what a lot of the people who are getting a stimulus <laughs> because you have to make over a certain amount to get the stimulus I think one thing is that everybody should be trying to save if they can and I know that's not easy for everybody that's why it's tough but the second part is that you know i think lowering the taxes would help but then the taxes just pay for so much which is just tough right so it's is our taxes are playing for the roads and now you know we passed to be in colorado so taxes are going towards um homeless service providers and providing them okay, with I hear you. shelter and stuff right so
1: yeah
0: it's tough because if we lower the taxes right then you know people working at the nonprofits and like these shelters and stuff are getting less money and it's less money for the roads and stuff, but it's more money in people's pockets that hopefully they could save, but then at the same time, then you know we still got to worry about the stuff longer down the road where if these roads aren't fixed and people are popping tires and they got to spend that money on their tires instead of trying to save it because you know things aren't getting worked on because the money's a little bit slower, you know it could be a little contradicting, so that's why I don't really the full I don't have a full answer of, hey, maybe we should. Like, maybe lower taxes, sound it sounds right. good to me right now, but I know right. there's a lot of factors that go into it, and I don't know what people think about that.
2: that and, and you've shed light on a lot of good stuff, for I'll sure. Take it, I'll take it a step further, but it's something that's already kind of been circulating around, um, is to eliminate student debt and health care for all.
1: Ooh. Could we add infrastructure, investment in nationwide infrastructure?
2: yeah we can, but at the same time, I feel like that is a choice that people have to make, and I'm not for okay. telling people what they should do if you see it, you should definitely do it, but at the end of the day, you can't force people to better uh better off their situation
1: okay i like I like both of those responses behind behind all that um I'm not
2: a politician
1: though <laughs> yeah yeah again. Disclaimer: None of us are advising you on how to, you know, move move forward. We're not telling you which way to sway your your ideals or none of that. We're just talking on some, just again, our own perspectives on this. Um, what you know, would you to, say, Mark? To, to Dre's point, you know, as far as saving, um, you know, it's that futuristic outlook. You know, how are you going to prepare yourself for what's next? You know, I think that's everyone's question at the end of the day is. Um, I, I saw this. I saw this quote on on Instagram that was like, "I don't see anybody posting like 2021 is gonna be my year." You know that whole New Year's resolution because you know we're all living through 2020, and I don't mean to chuckle at that, but um, we don't know what to expect. All yeah, I don't, of us... I don't
0: have high hopes for 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's just kind of sitting in this boat, like, all right, well, what's next? So. My perspective on all of that is, um, it's in that same level of preparation. You know, I think you got to figure out what your preparation means for you. Um, I know for me, what it means is uh, I, I want to make sure that you know my loved ones are going to be taken care of, no matter what. And um, I also think that that requires survival skills. I also think that requires defensive skills um no am i advising or asking or wanting the world to just crumble um but if it does i I mean again i heard this quote and we'll have this this guy come on here and speak because he gave the quote best um but you know he said you know if if war is supposed to happen i want it to happen during my time instead of the generation after you know i want it to happen during my time instead of during my kids so whatever the fuck is supposed to happen Needs to happen, and then we can, you know, move forward. So then afterwards, you know, the next generation doesn't have to worry about it. So that's that's where my mindset comes from from this idea. So yeah, again, everyone, this has nothing to do with a political stance by any means.
0: Yeah, it'd definitely be it'd be interesting to see, just because of how knowledgeable we're trying to become with seeing what's going on. <laughs> yep, and I feel like. Especially with us, you know, just doing what we're doing. We have no choice to. <laughs> we, we should be trying to learn more of what's going on and what stuff understands as far as what we might not
2: have known before. Dude, don't say we don't have no choice. So we definitely have a choice to either learn as much as you can during this time or to sit back and just act yeah. like you're yeah. just wasting time. That, there is a very big choice. And it's not for everybody to have a mind state like we have that wants to learn as much as we can during this time so then once everything does go back to normal we can profit off of that
1: the movers and shakers so um, and this brings me back to another conversation but yeah it was this idea of okay so when we all go into a new workplace or we all go into you know a high school or a college you know some of us went to JUCO we all kind of figure out who those movers and shakers are that we're amongst. Um, you know, we know uh, for college or high school, for example. You know, we're gonna know those social people, or we're gonna know those people to hit up that are gonna have you know the parties to go to, um, or you know those ones that uh, have the most athletic ability or outlook going for them. Um, you know, you, you know who those movers and shakers become, even in the workplace. Um, you kind of figure out, okay, if I go to her and ask her for this, she's definitely going to help me out. But if I go talk to this guy, I'm not going to get anywhere. You know, you kind of figure out That's. how to navigate <laughs> through things. So I think what, what is happening, so if we expand that idea on a larger scale, on a global scale, what's happening, back to your point, Lou, is just like we're going to figure out those of us that are movers and shakers in all of this. And what I mean in this is, you know, kind of back to our points, is which you brought up perfect, is um, uh, when I asked you about infrastructure. Well, yeah, you know, that's a great idea on a federal level, but I'm not going to tell what people to do, you know, on, you know, in their communities. Maybe infrastructure isn't their primary focus. Maybe it needs to be something else. So at the end of the day, what it all comes down to is just um, the idea of really figuring out what direction you want to move forward in and um, being a mover and a shaker in, in, in society. So being a creator, you know, something like this, something as simple as investing months and months in trial and error and you know, getting different tools and different switchboards and now here we are with clarity and now we can have this conversation that can expand to any country within the world. That's actually an action of a mover and a creator. Versus somebody that is, like you mentioned, just sitting there and just waiting for society to get back on track. And once it gets back on track, then they will jump in and start participating
2: yet again. And to take it a step further, I think that is why we are getting the stimulus that we are getting. Because government's realizing that there are a lot of people that are just going to sit and take what they're given rather than take it and trying to build off of that. Like, not too many people are trying to better themselves in the situation. It's just more of oh, I get this much money every month or every week. I'm gonna live off this, and this is better than what I was getting before. Mm -hmm. So I don't really need to look at the future or try to make it better or make it last longer. It's just hey, it's here now. Money's gonna burn a pocket in my. uh, I mean, it's gonna burn a hole in my pocket. So Mm -hmm. I need to spend it. And in reality, it's like. We have all the tools we need right now to build a better future. Yeah. But it's just getting people to s- have that mindset to s- to see that vision of, hey, you don't have to be stuck like this. You can actually use this and make a platform for yourself. mm Mhm. What's your thoughts on
0: I just like how everything just loops back to just us trying to educate the younger generation coming up because, you know, I know people who are older than me that are stuck in these situations that y'all mentioned. Yeah. Right? That's the first thing I start thinking about. It's like, yeah, there are people who, yeah, people who just want to accept, Yeah. you know, the stimulus and maybe not save it either because they can't or just because they don't want to because of, you know, whatever else might be appealing to them. but. Just trying to teach younger people, man, of just learning this stuff while they're
2: young. Which is always funny because I always heard that growing up like,
0: man, if I knew knew I'm trying to tell you when you
2: this age. Yeah, and it doesn't even just qualify just for the younger generation. We could still teach the older generation some stuff too. Like Yeah. You're never too late to learn the tools that you need to succeed and survive and to support your future or even like you're the next generation
1: 2020 speaks of that very very well because you have to be able to be very adaptive and like for us luckily we're a generation that grew up with technology with the internet you know so we kind of got to navigate and grow with it as opposed to you know some of the previous generations where it was introduced to them you know halfway through their you know life experience and now they're like oh okay so here's this new tool or here's this new thing that i'm using and how can i make this benefit me or you know increase my life um to be that much better so yeah i mean now is a time that questions how adaptable are you how flexible can you be where's where's your antennas at you know um shoot you know shout out to kendrick because kendrick lamar man fuck there's this one i went to your concert dude here when you came out here to denver and that shit was fucking fire um i I had a great time but i did not buy a shirt but you mentioned that you know that's kind of one of the comments you make is like you know where were your antennas at you know and that's where where we all should be right now in this state is we should all kind of have our antennas out, um, and we don't have to be so hasty in making a decision. You know, we don't we don't have to like be like you know what, fuck it. Now is the time. Maybe, hey, maybe that's 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 the lifestyle you can jump into and live in where you can make a hasty decision.
2: Um, you just gotta be willing to take a chance. Like yeah. as long as it's a chance that it's worth it. You feel that it's worth it, then that chance is willing to take. Like can't make a chance off of what anybody else says if you don't feel it then that chance should be took but we got to start just like off the last part that we had we got to start moving for ourselves and feeling the things that we feel and if it doesn't work out that doesn't mean quit that just means go harder figure it out <clears throat> keep moving trying to figure it out yeah yeah
1: i mean that's it so, I mean, yeah, I think kind of hearing your bo- both your responses on, you know, my question, another thing that kind of, uh, you know, a couple light bulbs that went off, but one that surfaced is just this response to, you know, the $600 or, of course, whatever it's going to be. You know, we we can make all these speculations, um,
2: but it sounds like it's $600. Bucks. Um, At the end of the day, like you said, it's $600 that I didn't have in my pocket before. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: So... Yeah, Nobody we, should be complaining about it like Yeah, we're not thinking know. about budget and taxes, yeah. You know, so. all these other countries are getting <laughs> yeah. a lot more, but they're not well as well off as we are as a country, so we can't really look at every other country and be like, Okay, well, they're getting all this, why aren't we getting anything? Like yeah, got a factor in population. Like we're a pretty big landmass, we got a lot of people here.
1: Um, and, uh, back to Dre's point is just like, you know, saving, you know, what are you going to do with that 600? I know for me, when I first got the stimulus, Save. Game, I wanted <laughs> to do, yeah, I want to, well, I wanted to do, to be honest, what I wanted to do was, you know, go buy some cool shit, you know, um, I don't know, fuck, I don't know what's cool out there these days. If it's like a Gucci belt or, or uh. That's know, what you wanted guys. to do, you said. No, I'm just saying. What, oh. what, is, what is cool out there that like people would be like, you know what? If with that 1,200, I would have got me a Gucci belt, or I would have got me some rims, or I would have got me this or that. You know, whatever fits your fancy at this point. Instead, what I did is, you know, I did want to save also, but I was like, you know, I I don't really have that position to save. I do have this uh, collections or this credit line I need to take care of. Mm-hmm. Let me just hash it out. As much as I love how this looks in my account right now. Fuck it. Let me just hash it but out. But in a way that is saving. And it it, it benefited me in the long haul. Yeah, like yeah, it benefited me. That's saving no matter
2: the yeah. no matter what way you look at it because that puts money in your pocket instead of paying that monthly bill. Exactly. You get that off out the way and now you can use your regular uh money for other things. So
1: so, like, you know, for example, for, for those of us out there that maybe got a $50 credit card bill that we pay every month, pay that shit off, and now you got $50 extra that you can put towards, I don't know, well, you know, whatever the, whatever you want. Maybe it takes three months of payment, so you got 150 bucks that you can put towards a, a new tattoo, or, you know, um, you, you're halfway there to getting... Um, some new project or, you know, a new laptop you're trying to build or some shit like that.
2: At the end of the day, you're either a consumer or an investor. Not too many people have that type of mindset. Consumers will always spend their money never have anything in the savings. But an investor will have stuff in the savings to the point where you can start investing in yourself. Let that money grow. And that is something that is very important that I feel like the world needs to understand. Because if you don't, you're going to be working that 9 to 5 forever. You're never going to see the light at the tunnel. You're always stuck having to work. Ooh, let's get into that 401k talk. Hold on. <laughs> That's going to make you go deep. Right. A lot people
0: working for the rest of their lives, bro. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Remind th- me of slavery. Exactly. You always hear that <laughs>
1: saying of, like,
0: what? Damn, you? I don't mind your slavery, bro.
2: Hit on that. that, that hit is, on that. Hit on that. Hit on what that. That's it is. It's your slavery. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Dive, it's dive in problem. on that a little
0: bit, man. What you, what you, what you mean by that? What come you on, mean by that? Come on, man. Come <laughs> on. Exactly what it sounds like, man. Like You're literally working for somebody else until hopefully you can afford it. And if you're not looking to afford it and looking into a retirement account, then when are you ever going to retire? When, it, when does that ever work? Mm-hmm. In slavery, right? They work till they fucking pass out and die, right? Right. And, oh, hey, let's try to help them. Cause we need this work. <laughs> it's, and it's not as brutal
1: as it is as, as we think back in the day. It's, no, it's yes, at different
0: least, now. At least some, yeah, because at least some people offer it to you, right? Like some people, are like, hey, we have this. Well, take, then, take it yeah. a
2: step further, like Social Security. Like you're not eligible to get Social Security to a certain age. Not everybody makes it to that age So you're Ooh. putting money into that pot To not even get any share of it Okay
1: like, So this brings me to the question Of in our communities Who's at high risk of all of these things Diabetes, cancers You, know, you name it Alcoholism even us. Um, So yeah Bam, hit the nail on the head So what is the likelihood that we're ever going to reach the age of social security To benefit off of some of those things So let me take it a step back And let's make a smooth transition up into all of this So, back to Dre's point as far as slavery You know, brutal days um, You know, you're getting shipped over, you know, overseas More than a third is dying overseas You know, uh, others are, you know, jumping overboard Or, you know, choosing death and, you know, you land in these new lands and, you know, you're working fucking people talk about, oh, man, I work a 12 hour a day. Well, you imagine working sun up to sun down or before the even sun comes up to when the sun goes down. And back to the, uh, your point, you know, if if you die out there working, hey, you just died working. That was it. You know, that brutal mentality. And then we started to transition into after this idea that, you um, Uh, shoot, I forget what president it is um, just because I don't like him. Uh, People think he did such a great thing. The the Mets, yeah. People think he did a great thing. Right, which if you look at the nitty-gritty, kind of makes you question things. We'll save that for another podcast, so y'all stay tuned. Mm -hmm. But anyways, once that came about and people started to learn, like, oh, I can actually go get my own land or I can actually go find my own way, what happened then? The plantation owner started to think, like, oh well, if I start giving them certain benefits to keep them here, hey, you know, instead of you going out, out in the wilderness and dying of, you know, sickness or these savage Indians that will cut your head off, or you know, all these other things that are happening out there, that you won't survive, or maybe another plantation owner that isn't going to be as nice is going to take you in, is going to treat you bad. How about you just stay here, stay right here. You can stay right here in these quarters where you're going to have housing, shelter. We got a well where you can drink water from. You have all these little benefits. Matter of fact, you know, that corn that we make you grow, you guys can eat that. You know, so we're providing you guys food, water, shelter. And in trade, you guys just work for us.
2: You just made me think, like, isn't that what all the jobs are doing now?
1: So you see the smooth transition up to current day. You know? So now here we are going from resisting being branded from you know, a hot you know, iron being pressed onto our skins to now we're choosing the name brands that we wanna make sure we, we wear on us and they exploit us for you know, thousands or hundreds or you know, hundreds of thousands at that point of dollars based off of the influencers from social media into um, you know, different industries from music to Hollywood to now here we are back at ground level and now we're sitting here like damn I want that coach back
2: I'll take it a step further it's like how hard is it to get private health care how hard is it to get benefits you need to have a job to get those type of benefits and so the corporations and Mm -hmm. employment Mm -hmm. is very important to receive certain benefits so it's like the jobs are now the slave owners in a way, because they're the ones that control all your benefits.
1: What is that contract you sign? Because notice, I, w- I remember when I was started getting into uh, working more. There's this transition from. Uh, There is this clause where uh, social media all of a sudden came into effect. Like, you know, if you're representing anything on social media, better not have anything to do with associated with our company X, Y, Z. If it comes back to reflect in us in any way, we can, you know, execute any options that we have set right here, which includes termination or, you know, benefits, all of that stuff. So, yes, it becomes that power struggle back and forth of... What we're doing as a collective as a collective, we're slaves to nine to five. Yep. And me as an individual, I have to admit that yeah. I'm a part of that. We all, I work uh, from a nine
2: to five. We we have you it gives you no choice but to have to be because you don't have enough money to go outside of the
0: Yeah, and let's not get it twisted that even when we become what we wanna become, we still have to have those people that want to work nine to five. So you know, all kinda of comes full circle.
1: You just it kind does. of drop, the, drop the, another bombshell on me because I didn't think true. about that. Yeah,
2: and yeah. Like if you have your own company, you gotta have people that work that nine to five. Underneath, and you which is why you might have to be that people the, the the
0: the people who you know are trying to be cognizant of what's going on in social media and making sure people aren't making a bad image, right? Like, but that's why it's a full circle, regardless whatever, because that's how this business is gonna work, right? With reviews and everything and social media now, how people can review you and say this about you and all this
2: other stuff. Like, you have know, to do it yeah. as CEOs and shit too, which, like I said, it all comes full circle. But that's yeah. why yeah. I yeah. had the stand, uh, standpoint or viewpoint of, like, healthcare for all. That would take a lot out of
0: it. You're what, not gonna what do you mean by that? You mean, like, certain companies or you mean, like, as
2: the government giving healthcare like to The general public we get general healthcare. general public get. No matter who you are. From the government. From the government. You're not talking about companies. No. Companies, I feel like if companies are the ones that have to give us the health care, we are just slaves to the company. When you get fired or you quit from that company, you don't have health care. So, it's like, if we all have health care, it makes it a lot easier. Easier to be like, alright, I don't want I don't wanna work for you, I wanna yeah. work somewhere else. Yeah, because that's what sort it's of But busy. you have to like take that and to consideration of like, man, yep, 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 if yep, I quit yep, this job, yep. I'm gonna lose all these benefits. Yep. And this next job might not have as as good of benefits as this job. So Is it worth it? I might just need to just stick it out. Yeah. No. So bring back to Dre's point on this idea of full circle.
1: What's next? Like you said, you know, we, we all we all want to do better. What you know, what's going to be best for us? You know, those of us that you know do seek to improve. As we're looking for that, we have to consider those questions of all those benefits, everything that came along with what we have already. Is it a sense of comfortability, complacency? Is it safety? Is it uh, survival, you know, it's always this like balancing that we always have to kind of have on, on a compass that's, you know, trying to navigate us to the true north. So, you know, imagine like, imagine trying to do something like that, you know, on a physical level. Like, okay, let me direct where I need to be facing and I'm balancing on a four dimensional scale and there's a ball underneath me. Like, no one's going to do that. I'll tell you right now, I'm not fucking doing that shit. I'm, I'm going to bust my ass. Or that thing's gonna tilt every single time. There's no way I'm gonna be able to balance it. I'm not that good yet. It's gonna take a lot of practice.
2: I don't. I feel like even the best are still not that, that good. It's Just they have money, so they can deal with it.
1: So first, full circle. Yeah, we're I mean, all asking
2: that, the same question. What's that money, next? That money
0: piece. Yeah. Always, always that money piece. Because I can imagine, like, you know, free healthcare to all Americans is losing a lot of money from, you know. Um, health insurance agencies that are put in place specifically for companies to use, like Cigna and all this other stuff, right? So if it's free health care to everybody, I'm sure they would either try to put it under one just so they can monitor more or they would be contracting these companies, but then then the companies would have more people to monitor it. But at the same time, the whole money piece of like, oh, we would lose money if we had to give everybody... Yeah, no,
2: I definitely agree, but even, like... Balancing act. When you look at it, like, healthcare, they're all about money. They're not going to tell you a way to get the medicine for a cheaper price. They're going to maximize their profit. They're not going to show you an easier way or smarter way yeah, to yeah. get that medicine. Yeah. So, if we can eliminate that and put everybody on the same... That would be like Medicaid, then. Plain I mean... Because that's what a lot of the people
0: who I know who aren't working are on, right? Which is Medicaid, mm-hmm. and even people who are working, right? People who are on Medicaid, which is supposed to be this universal. I look like, at it more cultures. as Medicare.
2: Like, why what, do you? Need, what's the difference? Why do you need? Because Medicare, you have to have a disability or you have to be over a certain age to to get that. Okay, Medicaid. Okay, Medicaid. And then Medicaid know. is just Medicaid is just more off of your economical uh,
1: status. Yes.
0: Yeah. Like. Why so you do think need everybody to? needs Medicare,
2: and not Medicaid? Yes. Okay. Boom. I hear you. Hmm. And that's just from the small amount of time of me work, working in healthcare. Is like, why do I need to have a disability or be over a certain age to make sure that I I'm taken care of? Like, we should all be taken care of. Like, I feel like that is a big To me, it's like, that's one of the main things that we should all look for, like, take care of each other. Like, Mm -hmm. by the time that we get old enough to have Social Security, Social Security's not going to be here.
1: (laughs) Wow. So, and this this brings me to a uh, a conclusion in this, for me at least, Uh, because, shoot, man, we've been going in already, folks. Dre over here just... just effing fangs Slow on down. foot, man. Slow God damn, man. You want to slide that back up, up on the table so it man. don't fall off.
2: Good thing I bought it today, just in case you want to fuck shit up.
1: Hey, folks, if y'all like never got that warranty, and I'm a person that never believed in it, but hey, you might warranty? need to get that warranty.
2: Yeah. On the shoe. you know why I got it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it I do believe did. in it. <laughs> I know that's exactly it. So Give me okay, that six extra months. So
1: like. Okay, so to conclude a lot of what we've been talking about here so far is just one there should be a there's almost like this common level, this common expectation if you want to set behind this where it's a communal, a community-based idea where be, yeah. So yes, so where we're all able to support one another based off of specific needs based off of um i mean specific things based off of specific needs um and that's something that us as a society maybe should experience and start further experiencing now for those of us that already do do that or for those of us that haven't maybe trying to you know tap into you know what is that community community base really look like and is there a lifestyle off of that? And just in case. I and it's really like, it. just
2: with your uh, comment that you just said, it doesn't have to be government-based. We could do this city-based. We could do this county-based. Like, we just have to look for, look out for each other one way, like some way, somehow. Like
1: a Neighborhood. You could do this based off of your cul-de-sac, the block that you live on. Or you could do this based off of a group of people that you know. Again, I had a conversation with uh, another... A person, and what we talked about was uh, these like thirty-two families that lived in Georgia, and all invested in money and got property, yes. got like acres and acres of land, and they're like, you know, what? we're gonna create our own uh, our own investment, our own prosperity off of all of this. And again, that looks different for any community, any group, anything that you're involved in. But I think one, you should always have that because if you don't. And your only source just so happens to go away. Um, you know how again? Again, how are you gonna survive? You know, if 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 your only method was to fish and all the fish are gone, which of course can't happen. What's your other way of
2: of being able to survive next? Oh, it could happen.
1: Yeah, I mean that's true. It it could could. it could happen. All the accessible fish. The
2: way that we're growing, it makes it a lot harder. Like, I don't know about y'all, but do y'all, do y'all know y'all's neighbors? Like, are y'all's neighbors on that same mindset as y'all? No, it makes it a lot sure. harder for you to, like... That's why I say groups. For a collective of people to move in the same area, in the same neighborhood, and build off of that. Because they don't want us to do that. Well, that's the beauty in what we have here
1: today is we have Skype, we have Instagram, we have all these different methods to connect with each other instantly over thousands and thousands of miles to where ideally would it work better if we all could be in close range and have a collective idea? Possibly, yes. For some of us, that isn't the case. So what is the next best thing that we can do? The next best thing that comes to my mind is well, let me at least find those that think the same way that I do.
0: I was just about to bring that up, Marcus. Go ahead.
1: So let me finish my point, and yeah. you take over from here. Um, who are those that think the same way that I do, and how can we build moving forward? Um, in whatever this looks like, again, maybe it looks like uh, I'm in this county, you're over in this county, and you know she's over in this neighborhood. So we got to figure out how it's going to work this way. You know, we got to figure out our own ways. So.
0: And yeah sorry you know I didn't mean to jump in but just kind of just first thing I started thinking about was when you know, I started talking about that is like yes you know investing in property is the biggest thing right you could turn that property into anything but it's going to take people it's hard for somebody to do it by themselves unless they have money that was given to them which you know people in our circumstance that we're trying to get to do that might not be just like similar to us right we're we weren't given money that it's just going to necessarily let us buy, invest in this land, and then we can just build from there because we got to worry about paying other people who's going to help us build this land. And, you know, we're not in that same position. So, you know, back to Marcus's point where the, we need people who think like us because we need people who we know and who maybe have the same story which is, as us, which is why, yeah, I don't know my neighbor right now because right now I'm living in an apartment. But if I have a home and I've been there for over 10 years, yeah, I'm going to get to know my neighbors because right. that's a lot more time me spending time with them. And then that's when that huge investment. relationship can come where it's like, a, okay, find somebody who thinks like me, then maybe we could talk about investing and figuring out how this stuff works. But, you know, it's hard to do it for people who are renting, which is, you know, a lot of American folks, I'm not saying majority, you know, mm-hmm. but... You know, there's a lot of American people who are just living off rent in these apartments and not worried about land. So maybe they're not worried about meeting their neighbors and, you know, meeting people who can invest in property like them or even friends and stuff. Which is dope that what Marcus was saying, like, we can all sit here and we can talk about how we feel about it and hopefully get more people to hear what we're saying. So then maybe they clicks something in their brain and we can all kind of start working towards that investment or
2: whatever comes with that. No, no, I definitely agree with the guys 100%. I was, like, going off a different topic. It's more of, like, what makes you pick the home that you're going to buy? You don't get to know your neighbors before you get to move, man. You could. You could, but is that going to deter you from moving in that spot? Are they going to really open up to you the way they should at that point in time?
1: In other words, are they putting on a front or are they being real with you when yeah. you first meet them? So, okay, back to your point. I get you.
2: I kind of feel like a lot of times people just pick a home because that's the home and they see themselves growing in, not realizing that you could have a neighbor or neighbors that have a complete different mindset. And now you're kind of stuck by yourself in that situation. Physically? I yeah, physically. But I definitely agree with you guys. It just takes a network of people that think like you to build off of. It they just made it a lot harder to get the same thing minds on one area. Yeah. What I think
0: of neighbors is I think of like the whole neighborhood. So mm-hmm. like not to reference anybody, but I know of somebody who lives in Park Hill, he knows like everybody on the street. So it's not a matter of like, oh, my right and left door neighbor don't think the same as me, but that doesn't mean that you're still not gonna connect with the person across the street that might think the same, or you know, people that might be around the way. And you know, perfect example is in my part, even in my apartment complex now, there were these neighbors that live in. Obviously, you guys know how my apartment set- complex set up. Ours is like the start of like a whole new complex, and then the ones to the left are their own complex, and that's like the end of theirs. Mm-hmm. And there's these neighbors that used to live in the bottom one. And they moved out. They weren't really social. There's this There's these neighbors that just moved in. Um, Look like a Hispanic family, and you know they got the Black Lives Matter sign and all that out there. And right away, I'm like, okay, cool. I know I can connect with them. And you know I've seen them. They're walking their dog, and you know they got a little hound dog, and it's pretty dope. <laughs> and you know I've Shout seen them walking their dog, 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 dog and they'll say hi to me. I'll say hi to them or whatever. And I think it was the day that uh, day of the elections. You know we have we have a black lives matter sign outside of my apartment like hanging on our balcony and like you know without me even saying anything this neighbor had a friend that was over there and was like is that your sign and i'm sure the neighbor probably was like oh that's our neighbor right because we're right across from each other but the woman's like is that your sign i'm like yeah and she said we did it right because we you see the results of the elections and stuff like that community yeah and we just kind of you know we celebrate in that time but it's not that she was like right next door to me or whatever. Like, you know, there's I feel like a neighbor is that whole neighborhood that you're living in, which is either it's that block or the people you know on the back side of you. And, you know, I haven't got that far with my people with the people in my neighborhood because like I said, I live in an apartment, but to able to be able to connect without me having to force it. Right. Was nice. And I feel like that can happen with neighbors when you're buying a house. And I'm not looking for that right away where if I do go to a neighborhood, I'm trying to buy a house and I see a couple of Black Lives Matter signs, I might be like, okay, maybe I feel more comfortable in the neighborhood.
1: And you forgot one key element behind all of this is we're in the middle of quarantine. So it's a lot of us that are used to being very neighborly mm-hmm. can't be as neighborly from as we a distance, once were. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that also presents its challenge. But the other piece uh, is uh, your signs, you know. Looking for all those signs that you're driving through when you are house hunting. Do you yeah, see I don't those see things, things
2: a that? Federal sign. And I'm like, I want to move into the house. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I totally agree with you guys, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to make it sound like I don't agree. I'm just no, saying. I, that I get I that. I get that. No, it's not <laughs> no but. I'm saying like with looking for a house like your dream house, it's in an area where it's like a lot of different viewpoints, like. It's not gonna, that, that's not going to deter me from buying the house. Exactly, my point. Oh, I thought you were saying mm-hmm. it could deter you from the house. No, that. it's if not you going two racist to. Neighbors, it's right. not going to. Oh,
0: okay, okay. My hope, not racist, but you were saying, like, if you have neighbors next to you that don't agree with what you agree with,
2: you know, then you would feel like, damn, then I can't get that support from them. And I feel like. Which it it just, just comes back to my point of just, like, you just have to really network. You've got to find those people that have those yeah. same viewpoints. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So and that's exactly what I was trying to get to with all of it is we we live in a society to where we can benefit to where we can outreach further than, you know, just our, you know, streets that we live on or the few miles we can like I could literally stretch all the way to somebody in Pennsylvania that can give me some knowledge that will make it very helpful and that can make it very applicable to here right here in Colorado and we both will always have that same connection um and it could be you know a, a long distance relationship that is built off of that in the sense of you know just always connecting with each other or um i know i had um a buddy i was talking to and he was like hey man you know uh they they went by this acronym so it's uh it's s h or no yeah s h t f which is shit hits the fan and he was like when shit hits the fan do you have a network of people do you have some people that you can talk to um do you have a a run you know took it to the furthest point of like do you have a rendezvous point you know so uh again back to that point it was just like that's the community that they chose to be a part of and that is you know, one of the things that they made sure to solidify because Mm -hmm. that was one concern for them is, okay, again, when shit hits the fan, what do we do? What do we do as a collective? Where do we meet as a collective? I know you live over in Park Hill, I live over here in Aurora, and um, oh boy lives over in Glenwood, um, and we actually got a chick that lives down shit between um, Springs and and Pueblo. You know, how how do we make that all work? You know, again, because there's that community.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I kind of feel like the conversation changed a little bit because I was talking more of like having a neighborhood and being able to, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. You didn't bring up neighborhood, the, you said no, neighbors. Like Marcus did. Oh, he was talking about the neighborhood in Georgia where they, yeah,
1: yeah, the example I gave,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's not good but yeah no i totally agree with you guys i was just saying society makes it a lot harder for us to all be in the same neighborhood and have that same thought process because they're just trying to sell to the highest bidder
1: nail on the head i think we're getting close to this uh, closing piece I don't know how y'all are feeling. What's up? What's up? What y'all feeling? What y'all thinking?
2: Y'all yeah, got the timeline, so let's get it done. FedEx.
1: Pow. Any closing remarks? Anything that we uh want to make sure that, you know, uh, uh, those that listen to Kickback Champs stay tuned for? Because, again, I think we left a lot of Easter eggs of things that, you know, will definitely you know go back and listen to him like yep we're going to dive into this conversation next time we'll dive into that conversation further down the months we'll dive into this other conversation um but other than that uh yeah I mean is there any any
0: if you can 2020 resolution is save money 2021 <laughs> you don't know what's 2021 resolution save money you don't know what's you don't know what's coming we don't know what to expect of these vaccines yet I See? Would just you know, try to try to save money if you don't have any other thing to do because you can't. You know, we're very limited on what our New Year's resolutions can be. So mm. definitely, I think uh, saving money is definitely top priority, Bay
2: Area. <laughs> <laughs> trying be like I said earlier, change your mindset from being a consumer and start trying to be an investor. Yeah, I think to
1: kind of feed off of both of those is if you if you're not a mover and shaker in today's society, then you're probably one of those waiting to hop back into the race once everything settles out and no, the race is now exactly. If you're waiting, it's the longer you wait, the harder it's gonna get. So, um, to summarize, act now. I would say in two words, just just act now. Whatever it is, do it. You know, and it could be the smallest act. It could be if you're like, you know, what I'm trying to go overseas. Just research it. That's a, that's a mini act that can grow into something so huge. So that wraps it up for the kickback Chance. gang. Thank gang, you gang. so much. Yes, sir. Hey, thank every single one of y'all for staying tuned through our growing progress. By the way, because we know trust us we know because we go back and we're very critical on our own work we listen to what we're doing and we're like damn we need better quality we need better quality we need better quality that has been like the summary of every single conversation we've had shit i don't know forever guys and yeah yeah, from the beast from the start and i think we finally have overcame that element
2: So, yeah, even let us know on Anchor. Let us know how the sound quality is. They're not trying to shout out Spotify, but let us know on Spotify, too. Or you can't let us know on Spotify. Um, Can you leave comments on Spotify? They can follow us on Spotify. Yeah, I'm not talking about following, but you can let us know the true quality on Anchor. That's the only way that we can get feedback. So, at this time, if you have any feedback, let us know on Anchor.com. This is the Kickback Champs.
1: Check us out on Spotify, on iTunes, anywhere else that you can find us. If some random person decided to live play this on YouTube, check us out there, too. I don't even care. Just get it
2: out there. Next week. Yeah.